Stabcast. I'm Dan. And I'm Mindy. And we're here to talk about the Boogeyman. Boogity, boogity, boogity. And not the one that we did like six, seven months ago that had Barry Watson in it. That was the original Boogeyman for like cinema, I guess. But it, it's not the same one. We're not, we're not doing the same one. Now we're going right. to the mind of Stephen King and his infamous Boogeyman story from back in the day, and we got a modern interpretation. This just came out about last week, Mindy. It just yep. dropped. Uh, so we, the young lady that uh, started the sister in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Sophie mm-hmm. Thatcher and Chris Manissa and Vivian Lyra Bear and David Desmelishin. Directed by Rob Savage, screenplay by Scott Beck, Brian Woods, and Mark Heyman. Uh, this money or this movie made a little bit of money, but not much. It had a thirty-five million dollar budget, and it's only made forty million so far. And I think it's about out of theaters. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be in theaters for much longer. It, it was kind. Of, it was kind of a shock that it even made it to theaters. Yeah. Now, initial thoughts. I I will say I like this movie better than the one you mentioned before. The one that we did like seven months ago with Barry Watson. Yeah, because I remember as a kid really liking that, and then that's one of those that and I just watched. And then we watched it again, and it was horrible. Yeah, it's bullshit. It didn't age well. No, sucked. At all. This one, I think, did a good job of that, though. Yeah. Of bringing the modern world into their story. And I will definitely have to say that this is definitely going to fall in the category of evolu- of evolated horror. You think so? Absolutely. Very, very Babadookie. Very in your head. Um, just, it's, yeah. it's the supernatural folktale is what it is. It is. Unfor- unfortunately for me, me and Daniel do differ. And one thing that I have a really bad thing with the movie is, is that I feel like you could have cut 20 minutes off the movie from the family. Yeah. And... N- I mean, you didn't even have to throw it away. You can still keep it, but have it not be on the family, have it be focused on the beat. Yeah. Cause that get, would have been better, because to me, there was way too much family drama bullshit happening. Yeah, that was half the movie. And I to get right into it, full spoilers off, uh, it's based around the Harper family, which Sadie is the, the older sister, and she's got a little sister, Sawyer, and the dad's Will. Uh played by Chris Messina. And he uh, he lost his wife not long ago in a car accident. Yeah. And uh, they're all dealing with that, and he's also a therapist. And the guy who plays the polka dot man in the Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. by the way, shows up looking all fucked up and weird. His name is Lester. And he, and he shows up unexpected and kills himself in in the office after showing him a creepy picture and all that shit. And we'll get more into the story, obviously. But this is just the base of it. And, and Lester basically unleashes this thing on them in their house. Yeah. He um, basically wakes it up. 
Yes. And uh, chaos ensues. The Harper family deals with a lot. And you are right. It, it's weird for a movie about the boogeyman. And movies like this with uh, a big theatrical, like, predator or something like that. And then you have, like, a story not about that. And it's more about just the family or something, or just the main character. And that's what I feel frustration about, is that you're telling me that we're watching a movie called The Boogeyman, and it's supposed to be about The Boogeyman. Why am I watching a father fight with his two daughters? It reminds me like Cocaine Bear. Yeah. But it's a lot of it's just the stupidity of this the civilians in the town and not the actual bear. Yeah. You don't see – the boogeyman's in like six scenes maybe. Yeah. Six or seven scenes. And the thing that really disappoints me is that it looked really good. Yeah, I thought the creature, the CGI, whatever, it looked – it was a fucking pretty monster, you know? Yeah. So I was I was kind of disappointed that we really didn't get to see him more. It reminded me of the creatures in The Quiet Place a little bit. Yeah. But the face was a lot different, obviously, but – when we did, and I get what it, and that's why I can see why you put it in elevated horror because it felt like what this movie was trying to do, especially with that, and it had a budget for it. Thirty-five million is a lot to make uh, a horror movie, but uh, I feel like what this movie tried to do was build up to that a little too much. Yeah, like a conjuring. Yeah, I th- it was like we're gonna make you work for it, and then you're gonna see a, the cool scene with the, but you're gonna see a lot of drama and bullshit and stuff and yeah, filler. Yeah, we're gonna make you sit through a lot of shit and yeah. then we'll work here at the end. And then we'll show you the cool. Whereas if they just let the boogeyman go off and fuck fuck up numerous people and all her friends like the the there's no reason that little blonde girl should still be breathing at the end of this movie. You know, there's no reason like a lot like why even introduce bitchy friends and like characters like that if you're not gonna just fucking off them. Like it made no sense to me to I mean I agree. I feel like there wasn't a there wasn't any victims, was there? Just Lester. Just Lester. And did the did the wife go? Did Lester's wife die at the end? I think she did. I think Lester's wife did die. Um. At the final battle. But I mean, still, I mean, it. We were told that it was a horror movie that it was going to be the scariest horror movie, and we hear that shit all the time. Anyway, mm-hmm. like we hear that shit on the daily, and it's not true. Yeah. But. This movie is frustrating because it has the potential to scare the shit out of you. But I feel like they took away from that by putting in the family too much. They did. It makes up for it in atmosphere. And it makes and the one thing about the family is that that story is not bad. No. So even though it does take away and it's, and like, it's convincing. Yeah. It is that. convincing. It is convincing. And due to some great acting by the older daughter. That little girl, she's got some hoodspots. The little girl, too. but the Well, no, older... not the little girl. I'm talking about the little girl yeah, 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 with yeah. the older sibling. That's yeah. who I'm talking about. I'm she talking did have about, uh Sadie. Yeah. Sadie, I I like this little, I like the actress. I really am starting to like her. She was in Texas Chainsaw Massacre reboot. She was in this. I'm starting to really enjoy that actress. You really, just from her performance and her face and her eyes, you knew that her mom died. You know, yeah. she didn't even have to say anything. And that's why, and she really sold that part home. And the scenes that followed her, you really, and the dad did a good job of being like a not really that present dad that's just going through some shit. Yeah. And the family shit, it did have a nice payoff at the end, and it did make for a happy ending. And I don't hate that part of it because I do think it was written sort of well, but I will agree that it focuses on that a little too much when that's not really what people bought a ticket for. 
Yeah. Like, it's a cool story to have. And this movie does have to have a plot, but people bought a ticket to see The Boogeyman. And when you're not really given too much of The Boogeyman, but in these, like, big climactic moments, and those moments are sick. And honestly, it reminds me of The Babadook. Yeah. I brought that up to Daniel when we were watching it. And it wasn't anything bad. Honestly, I don't like The Babadook as much. I really don't. I, I used to. I used to think it was really good. And then I watched it again, and I was like, no, never mind. Yeah. Um, and this movie was way too much like that. Because in the Babadook, you see the Babadook maybe three times. And it focuses basically on just family stuff. Yeah. So that's why I said elevated horror and that it was Babadook, because it is. Yeah. To me, I feel like the movies could go hand in hand. I mean, now, I will have to say, though, Babadook still takes the awards for most annoying fucking kids on the planet Earth. Really? Hey, man, I hated that little kid. He, oh, my God, I wanted to be shut up. Yeah, I'll take so Sawyer bad. over him any fucking yeah, day of so, the week. Sawyer I'll tell you that much. Yeah, Sawyer was pretty cool. And the... The thing about Sawyer is adorable little girl. She she hits all the cues that you need to be an adorable little girl in one of these movies. But the one thing, she gets the fucking shit beat out of her a few times. And she gets thrown around like a fucking rag doll. I know. I feel so bad for that little girl. Like at the TV and the TV shatters like around the room and shit. Like the boogeyman tosses that bitch like it's nothing a few times. And she takes it like a champ, so. I know, I feel so bad. Because I felt like that what happened to the older sister, not the little one. Yeah, the little one got fucked the up more than anybody. The fucked up bad. And that was one of the first ones with the tooth thing, when they had the, the tooth on the, mm-hmm. the door. And then the the boogeyman, or like, it just shut without saying even know what happened. Yep. And Sawyer was getting fucked with from the beginning. Yep. And, uh... I just, the performances from the family, though, did make it work. Absolutely. They had the white chemistry there. Mm-hmm. Um, the girls did very well together. Yeah. And the the guy that they got to play the father, he did a very good job. Yeah, he's been in a, quite a few things. Mm-hmm. But he he did a really good job of, like, he was so believable in that role to where it's like you could tell he just lost his wife. And he doesn't really know what he's doing. And he's emotionally distant. And you want to. And you get a good vibe from his character to where you want to root for him. You want him to get it together and bring his family together. But you're also like, dickhead, get it together. Like, you're <laughs> fucking this up and doing this the wrong way. And you need to help your fucking kids. Yeah. And uh, all the, a lot of the extra shit, like the teenage, the, the girls shit. And her friend Emily seemed, not, or was it Bethany? Bethany. Bethany. Played by uh, Madison Who. She was a, a nice, like, friend. And she was seemed like a good actress. And... It was an all right role. The, the other bitchy friends, I mean, they, they just... They just were rememberable to me, honestly. No. Like, until you brought it up, I forgot she had friends. Yeah. I'm not even going to hold budgets here. I mean, until you brought it up, I forgot that was a thing. Yeah. I but And, and that's the thing. You forgot about it, and I will say the friends were at least in 30 minutes of the movie. They just weren't memorable. Yeah. That, that tells you how unmemorable they were because they were in a good enough chunk. They were at the sleepover part where she was locked in the room with the boogeyman and saw the shit. And they smoked her mom's joint and stuff. And mm-hmm. That was a whole part of the movie. In the Which beginning that was the weird because yeah. like that joint was like years, years old. Yeah, not like enough very, questions very, were asked. Very, very, very yeah. old. Not enough questions were asked about that fucking joint, man. Yeah. You do not take a joint out of your 
dead parents' belongings that looks like it came from 1962 with doo-doo on it. And then when you just say, yeah, it was my mom, so like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> like, why were your friends okay with that? Like, yeah. Oh, what are we smoking? Oh, it was my mom's. I have no idea. Oh. It'd be different. It was a fresh roll, and it's like, all right, her mom rolled it before he died. That's weird. But it was smoked. Like, this it is the last smoked. thing this bitch breathed in before she was gone. It was gone. a fucking short. Like, it was a nub. And it was, like, to me, it looked like it had doo-doo on it. And it's like, there's, like, six of you. This isn't going to do anything. Like, And we're no supposed to believe get... that they're all fucked up, but it's like, you guys are not fucked up. Yeah, it was one it of those one movies. Coke each. Yeah, one of those movies, they all take a puff. And like, oh! The father's like, oh, I know, I know you were a mess. I know you were a messed up, baby. I know you were. I can smell it on your breath. Bitch, of course you can smell it on your breath. She smelled it. And the, and but that the, don't mean she fucked up. But the thing is, is and I know she was coughing bad and everything, and it was a psycho. But the camera was trying to do shit like she was fucked up. And it's mm-hmm. like, dude, she took two hits. Exactly. Like, it's, I get it. She's a noob and all that, and she was coughing, and they're making fun of her. But and, you don't do that after yeah. two hits. It, it just, you don't see the boogeyman after two hits. Yeah, I mean, the boogeyman was real, though. And that scene in the closet when he was there with her. And he's that was her, creepy. That was creepy. And that's when it's like, all right. If there was more of this in this movie, it would be more of a nine-star, eight-star movie. That's yeah. not what it's going to be, but that's what, like, it could have been if you had more of that. And that's what the – this is one of the rare cases, and this is one of the weird cases of a movie that lived up to my expectations, broke my expectations in a lot of ways, and, like, made me really like it, and also didn't live up to some expectations all in one. I agree. And it doesn't even make sense, but all in one, it did all of that. I, I completely agree. I completely understand where where you're coming from. Because, I mean, me and Daniel, we went into this being like, just please don't be like the Barry Watson. Yeah. Movie. Please. Because I was like, this like, could be please, pretty shitty. But... Please let it be good. Like, yeah. Don't let us be ready to sit through 90 minutes bullshit, please. And it was better than that. Yeah. And the second boogeyman and the third boogeyman, to me, that they don't really even exist. No, they don't. Especially the third Boogeyman, because it wasn't released in that thing. Like, it was, like, released on DVD. Yeah. Like, back in, like, 2009 Yeah, that one doesn't count. The second one doesn't even really count. The second one doesn't even really count, because it's a slasher. Yeah. The the first one was, like, a big, like, budget blockbuster Hollywood. And it was... And and this one, and that's where it breaks expectations, because this one, to me... Even with its flaws, and even though to me it's like an eh movie, it still kicks the shit out of that one. And it's like, if someone's like, I want to watch a movie about the Boogeyman, what what do I put on? I'll be like, put on this one. Yeah. And so, in that, but then it's also, it's a very frustrating movie to where you're watching it and you're like, I see the potential here, and I see certain scenes that should have more impact on the movie and should have more scenes like this. And I'm not getting enough to what makes this movie really like this movie could have been fucking awesome. And it just wasn't. Yeah. They dropped the ball. And it wasn't bad, but it could have just been next level really good. And there's certain scenes that allude to it. And there's certain shots with the boogeyman and climbing up the wall. And even this shit from the trailer that you saw when she's yelling at Sawyer and the boogeyman comes through the door, but it's all a dream. Like, Like there's stuff like that, that it does that. And even that opening scene where it's just a kid crying and then it just scoops it Mm -hmm. title card. Like that's a perfect opening. There's certain parts of this movie that truly fucking nails it and shows you what it could be, but then it just falls flat and it falls into trying to be a little safe and just try to tell like an all right story. Yeah. And then it, it felt like we were like hearing more of like a ghost story. Yeah. Than we were 
experiencing a haunting. Yeah, and it should have had. And of course, I know I'm I'm becoming the fucking gore guy, the the more kill guy after my rant on Scream. But you need to kill some motherfuckers. Like he, cause she, that blonde bitch should not have her head. And he should have ate her face like it was nothing. Like th- this motherfucker should have tore some people up. But he. I mean, I I agree. It's the boogeyman. I mean, yeah. a couple of people are going to get snatched. I mean, even in the fucking Barry Watson film that we hate, a couple of people got killed. Yeah, like I get like the little kid at the beginning, and they they don't like scare away from that that it preys on children and it kills family. Like, I it really dives deep into de- details and stuff and like cringy stuff that makes you go, oh, like it's killing kids, mm-hmm. but it 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 won't like like actually like pull the trigger on like showing you violence and killing and not just kill an adult. Don't kill a and kid. I'm cool with that. Are okay. Yeah. Don't get us wrong. They're all right. It's just don't give us a movie that's completely chocked full of it. Because that ending scene when he's on top of Sadie sucking the soul out of her face and his mouth, the jaws are opening up and he like, that is like iconic horror cinema that could be fucking like shown years and years in the future. It's a really good scene and it's fucking awesome to watch. And if we just would have had more of that, then this would be a whole different conversation. I just wanted more Sadie. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like the father and the daughter really didn't have to be, be there. Sawyer and the dad. I I really don't think that they did as much as they were. And I really felt like it just should have been Sadie. It should have been Sadie fighting the boogeyman. And her friends should have been killed. Yes. Kill kill the friends and don't have them in the movie as much. Cut the friends movie time like 10 minutes and fucking have them die. Fucking still have Sawyer in it, but have her in it for like 30 minutes and not have her a huge part. But have her because she... Have her family sprinkled. Because Sawyer, like the dad is important because him and Sadie's relationship really develops throughout the whole thing and her saving him at the end and her being the strong one when he was a coward and him learning what it means to be a father at the end. Like all that shit's good. And Sawyer is kind of the emotional heartbeat of the movie, so you need her too. Mm -hmm. But the best parts of this film is when it's Sadie fighting the boogeyman. And even with Lester's fucked up wife with the shitty teeth, Lester just died. Like, I know, I don't know. They didn't give a time period to when all that shit happened, but I don't know like why, like, I guess you don't have time to brush your teeth because all the trauma and shit, but how did they get that bad? Like, they were, like, fucking cardboard. Like, she just, like, she hung out with George Washington. They Daniel got wooden can't teeth get over the teeth, Dad. No, because it's, like, I get it. Your family died and everything, but fuck. Like, Brush your fucking teeth. Yeah, dude. You can probably get some Colgate from the government at that point. <laughs> but, she, but she was fucked up and crazy, and her and Sadie, like, working together, and her even trying to trap her and manipulate and, and, and get Sadie as bait. And then Sadie breaking away. Like, that whole fight scene at the end in the dark with the candles, that was fucking epic. That was epic. That was awesome to watch. And wasn't there a dude that died in that? Or was it just... Uh, I think it was the book. We, we got to see him up close and personal, I think is what you're thinking of. Yeah. And she shot the... Shot in the head. Yeah, she shot the boogeyman. But the boogeyman took down uh, the chick, I'm pretty sure. I think so. Rita. Yes, Rita. But uh, yeah, I I did like the movie though. I don't want I don't want that to to get lost. Yeah, we don't want everyone to think that we completely hated it. Yeah. Because we didn't. I mean, Daniel probably enjoyed it a little bit more than I did. But I mean, yeah, I you guys also have to factor in the fact that I'm seven and a half years older than Daniel. I've seen the Boogeyman concept a couple of different times. Yeah. So to me, this was just like 
honestly, you could have told me Jordan Peele would do, was doing it, and I would believe it. It's that kind of movie. Yeah. It's a very elevated horror movie. And it's not that I don't enjoy elevated horror. It's just that, unfortunately, I've watched so many of the classics and everything that I'm used to something completely different. Well, and to me, this just feels like something that doesn't need to be elevated, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like if they like if they do that Jason uh, as a kid series, or if they really try to make, like, Michael Myers, like, a fucking psychological... Like, you don't need to do this shit sometimes. The Boogeyman, just give him a cast of characters, let him fuck them up, and, and call it a day. Yeah. Like, I don't see why everything has to... I love Jordan Peele, and I love what he's done for horror, and I love the elevated horror genre. And... Candyman, that worked. Turning that into fucking elevated horror, that fucking worked. According to you, I am still upset because Tony Todd was not in it that much. Yes, but taking that from like a slasher to what it was, I think the concept of the movie worked. It was too hipstery for me. Okay. But but, but see, that's even controversial. But I but think, that's because of our age, too. That's, yeah. that's the most controversial thing that me, me and Daniel go with is because it's our age. He's into more of like the hipster scene and whatnot, and I'm more into classic flash him and play him. Yeah. But I could have let, and I love classic slash as well. But this could have been that, and it and it would have been fine. I think this focused to it wanted to be too serious and too much of a horror movie and too like smart for its own good. I think. Now, do you think that if we go back and watch this like, a year or two down the road, that it's going to age as as horribly as the other one, or no. do you think it's actually going to age? Pretty no, much? I think it'll keep up the same quality. I think it's about. I think it is what what you get with it. Like you know, we know a lot of the scares now, so it might be a little more boring. Mm-hmm. But I think we know because. This movie isn't like, and first, like, this is a little bit of a difference considering I watched The Boogeyman for the first time, like, in 15 years compared to watching this a few months after. Yeah. But I think that this is just a better written movie, so it'll age better. Mm -hmm. The Boogeyman was not a well-written movie. And when we're kids, it's easy to look past that. Yeah. But... And even teen, when you were a teenager. Yeah, when I was a teenager, past. and it was Barry Watson, the Matt from Seventh Heaven. Everyone had a crush on him and shit. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's the only reason I actually liked that. Exactly. When I was that age. Because, yeah. like, honestly, me and Daniel put it on, and we're like, what the hell were we thinking? Yeah, this thing fucking sucks. But I think this blew that out the water. And I do think that I would watch a sequel, even on The Family. If it did some new things and tried something else, I would see another. I don't think it will because it didn't really do anything no. money-wise. It barely broke even. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't, I don't think we'll get another one. But I would watch it, and I. And I just see it becoming a cult classic over the years. It could do good on streaming, you know. Yeah. It could. I could see like a few years from now, people still referencing it and whatnot because it wasn't bad. Because I could see a bunch of high school kids are like, oh, the boogeyman. And then they put that on a Netflix in the dark room and watch that. You know? Yeah. Like a bunch of like. So that's like going to be like their exorcist or yeah. animal horror or poltergeist or yeah. something for like the older generation. Because that's like if I would have saw the boogeyman I mean, in like my senior year or in school, I'd be like, oh, let's put this on. So I, I could see it doing well that way. But uh, yeah, who knows? I Or maybe we'll get another adaptation in 10 years, which is probably more or less the case. 
Rise of the Boogeyman. Rise of the Boogeyman. Um, yeah, I mean, I appreciated the fact that it stayed in its lane as far as horror goes. Like, it didn't try to be funny. No. It didn't try to be romantic. It did try to be a little too dramatic for my taste, mm-hmm. but that's something. It wasn't too actiony. It was, I mean, there actually could have been a little bit more action, and I would have been fine with it. Yeah. Um, the atmosphere was good. I just, I feel like maybe they should have worked on it a little bit longer. And I just think that there's certain story beats that I've seen in too many things, like her mom and the candle and the candle going to the left. I can't give you an exact movie, but I've seen something like that so many fucking times. Mm-hmm. Where, where, no, but like where you're dealing with the demonic shit, but there's like a good soul too, like a mom or a past thing, and she gives you a sign like in the middle of it. Like there's always something like that. And it was nice, and it was like, oh, the candle fucking went to this is what I should do. But it, it fucking, like I've seen something like that. And like it just, it is familiar. And it's hard not to get familiar nowadays, and I try not to put that in my judging process with movies because there's been so many fucking things made. You're not, not going to be familiar to something at, at this point. You yeah. can't make a movie and it's like, oh, this doesn't remind me of this. You <laughs> fucking can't because yeah. so many things have been done. Yeah. But this is uh, – it did it did feel a little by the numbers, I guess I'm saying. Yeah. I think that's my point a little bit. It did feel a little paint by numbers. Like if a generic like group of people is like, all right, make a boogeyman movie, I think this is what they would put out. Yeah. I think that's my only big flaw with it that it's what I was expecting, but it didn't fucking like – Make me go <gasps> like I wanted it to. I, and, it had, and there were scenes that had the potential to, and that's what pisses me off about it, I think. Yeah. Because there is scenes that it's like, oh, this could have been a fucking classic, but it's not. Yeah. Like this easily could have been something that we lost our breath in. But yeah. But it didn't quite get there. No, I dropped the ball. So uh, do you want to give it a rating? or? I would, I would give it a five. Five boogeymen? Not a... I, just because, I mean, there's. It's an even keel. There's just as many things good good with it as there is wrong with it. Yeah. So, unfortunately, it gets a five. I feel bad for it. I really do. But, I mean, it's an even keel. I I agree. I go a 5.8 because I've been getting trickier with my ratings lately. But Because uh, I would lean it towards a six if I round it up because I do think it's a bit above average. But it is towing that line. It is right around there. It is in the five-ish. It, it isn't doing anything special. So I would agree with that. Uh, the movie we are going to be doing next week, we're going to be going back to Freddy when we, we get access to the fucking flicks. Come on, Hollywood. Put them out there, baby. There's like 15 streaming services. We have them all. Just give us something. Yes. If we got to go on fucking so, Pluto, we will. But, Monday, we were we are going to be doing the show, and Daniel has some a treat for playing for us. Go ahead. She came from the woods. It came out in 2023. It came out earlier this year. Uh, it's not a big budget movie, but it is. it looks like it could be fucking awesome. We're it's, going back to Tubi, everybody. We're going back to Tubi, and it's a summer camp, 1987 summer camp movie. Uh, oh, gosh. And uh, with an evil witch that they call in. There's stoners. That I believe there might be a tit or two. And I think <laughs> this, this has all the, the makings to be a, a fun you know, uh, kids getting their yiggities, people yeah. getting flashed. I think this could be something special. So I've been seeing trailers for it. I've wanted to watch it for a long time. It's one of those things that I like search, search, search 
to I'm see, waiting for it to come out. Yeah, to see where when it's on something. And I finally found it on Tubi. So we're going to check that out, right. check that out and give it to the people next week. Why don't you give everybody a big old hootie hoo, Mindy? Hootie hoo! And we'll see everybody next time. Bye, Bye-bye.